All right, welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I am Aaron Rooney. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Uh, make sure you check out their poolside live package over at sidelinescout.com. Use our link tree in our Instagram bio. That helps us out. It lets them know that we're spreading the good word of Sideline Scout. Um, so, yeah, with that, Heath, what do we have in store for tonight? All right, so tonight we're going to kind of touch on a few things. We are going to backtrack a little bit for our listeners. Um, we're going to kind of just review And um, I think something we might be trying to do a little bit more of is honestly, maybe more of like takeaways as opposed to full on, you know, just reading you where people finished. You all are smart enough. You can find the website, go look up results, but maybe we can just talk about our takeaways. Um, And we also want to talk to you guys about some things that we have coming in the next year, just kind of goals for Aaron and I and for the podcast. And we hope you are excited. But Aaron, before we get do- going with that, why don't you tell everybody about the uh, 2028 and Beyond Skills Camp down in Moultrie coming up? Yes, that is coming up September 8, 9, 10. And we will be down in Moss Farms, Georgia again. Moultrie, Georgia. Sorry, at the Moss Farms Aquatic Center there. Um, very similar to last year, we have Olympic coach Drew Johansson. We have new Auburn coach, John Fox. We have the head Moss Farms diving coach, Tom Gim, and then North Carolina State West or North Carolina state coach, Wes Matthijs. Everybody is excited. Um, again, we're going to be going over those seven steps of every single dive testing skills within each of those steps. And, um, just basically it's, it's a wealth of knowledge of how to understand diving and do all of your dives to the best of your ability without actually like throwing the crazy hard ones. And that's probably one of my favorite things about this camp is we're not doing, let's learn a new 105 B on one meter. Let's learn a 307 C on three meter. That's like not anything that this is about. It's about the basics. It's about understanding. It's about, Hey, here's where your arms should be in your second step of your forward hurdle. Have you ever even thought about that? You know, here's the timing of the board underneath you. Here's what your legs should be doing as you're waiting for that board to be ready for you to land on it. Um, So it's a lot of that deep understanding and going through the seven steps so that you can apply it even after you leave. And that's probably my favorite part of the whole thing is uh, it just makes you smarter as a diver. Yeah, I, I can't can't agree with or i can't disagree with anything you said it was one of the coolest camps and most informational camps i've ever been a part of and i am extremely excited to get to go back down and just be a fly on the wall again i think we said that you know over and over like just the ability to be there um i think anyone that can make the trip absolutely should but um aaron let's kind of jump in here and let's just kind of just roll through kind of what was your first takeaway from world championships? Now it's been quite a minute yeah. um, since we went over this, but what is your like first thing? Like what's your takeaway? Something that stuck out to you? Well, number one was how big of a fan of Osmar I became from Mexico. That young man yeah. is here to stay. I mean, he's super young. He took second on one meter and three meter. It was absolutely crazy to see him not only compete with the Chinese, but also like he was right there. Um, I'm just excited to watch his career going forward. I know he's working on front three and a half full twist, which is just crazy because his Instagram, I mean, he's already ripping it. It looks awesome. So that was my like big, like, wow, this kid's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, 
I, I think that's probably what I would have picked too. Um, yeah, I can't reiterate that enough. That front three and a half with a full twist he posted yesterday was insane. <laughs> insane. Like I'm like, how did he make that look so easy? It's crazy. Um, it's almost it's it's almost crazy too because triple out you have to have it. So then the the double up twister is becoming three and a half. Yeah, with a full twist. Imagine I mean, that. That's a a double out is almost irrelevant. Yes. You know, reverse three and a half twister. A, a lot of guys still do that one, yep. but. If you if you see a triple out and front three and a half full twist, that's just that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think um, but I do think looking, I I think obviously a giant takeaway is just truly like China's dominance. I mean, they only if I correct me if I'm wrong, they only lost one event out of all of the events. One meter, three meter, ten meter, synchro, team event. Like they lost men's ten meter, which so I think that kind of is a big point. Like Cassio to win men's 10 meter is nuts that's awesome it's super exciting um you know i actually had somebody text me and they were like well china lost and they lost the most important one in their mind and that's men's 10 meter um so i think that was huge i think that you could see the excitement almost like excitement from every country to see somebody else win besides china um which i think is interesting um and then i think like what are some of i guess my follow-up for you or what are some of your takeaways when thinking about the team USA in particular? Um, it, well, quite frankly, with the emergence of Osmar and how strong the Chinese men's team is, I was a little bit, um, disheartened for our chances. If I'm being super transparent, I mean, I still believe, uh, Andrew is absolutely our best opportunity for a medal in the three meter competition. I just like on his absolute best day, is he still top three? I, I don't know that I can answer that question. I want to say yes. The, the fan inside of me, um, I, Andrew's obviously a fantastic person. And like, I want so bad for him to be there, yes. to be that guy. But if you line up all three that we just talked about, you know, both Chinese men and yeah. now Osmar is Andrew's best day going to beat all three of that, or at least one of them, I should say. Um, and I just don't know that answer. I want to say yes. And he's coming a long way. I saw the, you know, back three and a half from the more recent one, Berlin, and it was much better than, uh, than I've seen, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a year out. I'm excited, but I'm a little more nervous because to be top three, you've got to beat one of those guys. And I think he's capable, but it's going to have to be that perfect day. Well, and I also, I mean, you're sitting there also, like, you're not even talking about Jack Law, Daniel Goodfellow. Yep. Uh, the German, uh, what's it? Moritz. Mor- yep. Moritz. Moritz. Um, I'm just kind of peeking down through, like, there's people on this list that, like, they, they're legit. I mean, so is Andrew, though. Like, uh, I think it also shows us our number two spot is not, um, not where it needs to be to ever even at this moment think we can bring home two medals. Right. Um, in an event. And I mean, I just think that's, that's reality. Um, I'm, it, you know, I thought Tyler dove really well, a lot of pretty much yeah. the whole way through. He got us our, our two, our second spot. Yep. Like, I think that's incredible. It was um, really, mean, in, it was really interesting. Um, I, I sent out like a prediction text to Heath and I think it went exactly how I yeah. predicted it would go where, you know, the prelims, I figured Andrew wasn't going to have as high a score as Tyler, which was true. Yep. And yep. then semis, I figured they were going to be close, which they were right next to each other. Yep. And then finals, if, if Andrew and 
Tyler made it, I thought Andrew would yep. be the better diver of the two. And all three of those, every step of the way, was exactly yep. how it played out. Yeah, I think um, I I don't mind saying it now. Like I told, I said to Aaron, I said, is the bold call for this like that maybe if Andrew just isn't on for that first list that he might not even make it to semis and he, <laughs> he, and was he the snuck bubble. by. But like, yeah. guess what? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Get in. Yeah. Like that's yep. David, David, but I get in like, who cares? Um, and I think we saw that, that turnaround from, from Japan to Berlin. Like I think Andrew's starting to figure that out for himself personally. And maybe that's a collaborative thing with him and drew starting to figure out how to fine tune that and maybe be a little bit more on for that first list. Um, you know, I think, and I think you're spot on. I think like when you look at the men's diving right now, like you said, like, you have to have triple out. You almost you're almost at a point like reverse three and a half twister and double out are not a thing. Like you you know it's it's, it's, it's getting to that point. I think there's still yeah. a thing, but it's it's getting unless, to that point. Unless you do it like the Chinese for straight like nine and a halfs every time. I mean, yeah. like Osmar didn't do reverse three and a half twister. Andrew didn't. I do not believe Rodrigo Lopez from Mexico did. Daniel Goodfellow didn't. I don't believe. So, I mean, you're talking about, like, I think there's three, four, five, maybe five guys in the top 12 that did reverse three and a half twister. Yeah. So that's kind of wild to think. But, um, yeah, I think from the men, that's like a big takeaway. I think it's like Andrew is definitely our best shot to medal. I, I don't think that's that, um, uh, like, hot takey to say. I think if – I mean, I think with our Olympic trials, I think it's very possible – that someone that's more consistent may get first in a consistency contest with Andrew, yeah. but yes, yeah, but Andrew's our best diver. It's not a question. Yep. Um, I, I agree with that. Let's talk about the ladies. Any takeaways from the ladies? I loved that the women secured our two spots um, yep. for springboard. I love that uh, Delaney got our spot on 10 meter uh, a little nervous that uh, we need to figure out what we need to do for that second spot on women's 10 meter. That would be a big takeaway I have. Um, Cause when I bring it up and you look at prelims, I'm just kind of scrolling here while we talk, but um, you know, I'm trying to find where Nika finished up. Was it like 22nd, you know? So, I mean, in 22nd, what was it? Top 18 made it about uh, yep. tw 20 points out. So, I mean, not, not anything crazy on women's tower. 20 points is one dive here, one dive there. But um. We, we need them to be peaked and ready to go for um, – I don't know how it works. Can we get Olympic spots at the Pan Am Games? Some, one of our listeners will definitely let us know that because they're going to call yeah. us dumb for not knowing yeah, it, but please, that's okay. Please reach out. Let us know. I, I don't believe so. I could be way wrong. Jason Bauman, feel free to yell at me. <laughs> we, <laughs> we talked extensively on the qualifying and how to secure spots, and then, yeah, my brain just went, oh, yeah, now that – you know, this world championships is over. I totally forgot. So yeah. here we are. Um, um, I also think one big shout out, Pamela Ware still doing it at 30 years yes. old. That's awesome. Getting a bronze yes. bronze medal at the world championships. Um, I, I think, I, I think they would say it too. I think, um, I think Sarah probably put it on her Instagram, like maybe not the result she was hoping for at this meet. Um, once again, Haley Hernandez just is Haley Hernandez. She's going to get 10th to sixth, and, I, I just don't know if we can I, – I don't think it's a stretch to say. I don't think mathematically it's it'd be very hard for her to bring home a medal. It'd be very, very yeah. challenging. Um, yeah. 
just with a tuck list. And, and it almost looked like Brandon Loshiava was poking fun at Haley of like, all right, I'm going to do back two and a half pike on one meter and Haley has to do it on three meter. And and we know she's <laughs> done them. Like, so yeah. I, I would love to see her. I mean, we've said it at nauseum. I would love to see her up that DD if she's able to do that this year and really go. Cause I think her form and everything will translate and she could be a medalist in the future. But um, yeah, I, I was I, also I, also impressed with Pamela Ware. I mean, yeah, not to call her old, but I call myself old and we're the same age. Um, so it's just super crazy impressive how well she's diving. You know, even even watching Synchro with her and Mia, my eyes are usually drawn to Mia. Mm, I like yeah. watching Mia dive a lot. And this this one I was I was watching Pam. She was mm-hmm. on fire. Like it looked yeah. great and super happy for her. I mean, yeah. It's it's awesome. It's really cool to see to see her do that. I would tell you too something that I think is starting to happen is I think there's a big change happening in women's diving where I view like I really enjoy watching the gold medalist Chen Yuan. Like she is yeah. a very good mix of like she's more power than like Grace, where um Yanni Chang, the second place diver, she is like more of like in my mind, like what I view as like a traditional Chinese diver. She's just very like lean, long lines, beautiful, graceful, where I think um, the gold medalist was a little bit more power. And then the young lady from Japan, Mikami, she is like, she jumps yeah. so high. She jumps so yeah. high. And and I think that that's a really exciting thing. Um, I think as we've talked to female athletes, who did we just recently interview? Uh, Kendall that said she's yep. worked on double out. Like I want to see that keep changing. Madison Keeney doing double out. Those things are exciting to me. Um, I also think my big takeaway is I think our only two hopefuls for if we want to bring home a medal from the next Olympics is Krista Palmer and Sarah Bacon. I think that is like my opinion. Um, and a lot of people won't like that, but for, I think if we for if, an individual medal. For an for an individual female yeah. three meter springboard medal. Yeah. It's Krista Palmer and Sarah Bacon are our best opportunities. And I don't think that's that much of a stretch considering yeah. Krista Palmer brought home a medal from the last Olympics as well. Yep. Um so I'm excited to see what what the women's three meter um, shakes out seeing Kendall be healthy for a year and hopefully knock on wood, not get sick. Um, like during the big meet, I think that would be really exciting to see kind of our top six kind of let it all shake out at, um, trials. Yeah. Um, what else do you have any takeaways from the women? Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited. I I still think Sarah, Sarah's Mm going to dive really well when she needs to. Um, it is interesting if I'm going to be just a little bit critical of Sarah, it, it just seems like every domestic and national meet she it's, I mean, it's the Sarah Bacon show. You don't have to worry about it. Once it's an international meet, it's like, man, you know, missed inward long, you know, missed full out in synchro missed. I've, she like, doesn't miss. I just, I get really confused and I don't, I don't, I don't want to generalize and say, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's all these big international competitions, but it seems like that's when it happens. And it's so mm-hmm. just just I think the word is confusing. Um, mm-hmm. I obviously trust Sarah and trust Winbo. They're gonna be dialed mm-hmm. in when it matters. Um, it's just an interesting little trend that you know I didn't necessarily expect to see because mm-hmm. she is the, just an incredible diver at all times. Yeah. Um, so that was just a little bit strange. Um I was really, really happy to see Delaney. Mm. She dove really well, you know, and then just to segue back a little, I'm even more nervous for men's 10 meter 
from yes. the Americans. You know, I was very confident that even on a bad day, Brando could make the finals. And that didn't quite happen. And I was excited to watch Max and Max yeah. did have a decent list, his first round, his first mm-hmm. list there. And then here we are with no tower spots and yeah. um, synchro didn't go particularly well either. Yeah. The only spots we did not get um, are men's 10 meter. We did not get any women's 10 meter. We're missing one women's synchro three meter, which I'm not worried about Cassidy and Sarah. Will get yeah, that spot. They'll, they'll get that. Yeah. Not worried about that. And then men's synchro 10 meter. Um, we were outside of that. So it's a little bit nerve wracking. I would agree with you um, in terms of like being a little nervous about it. I was really happy for Max. I think Max making the semifinal. I think that was a big deal. I think he should be super proud of himself. Um, I feel sure Brando is like just going to chomp at the bit to get better and get back and be like, hey, don't forget about me. Um, yeah. But I, I really think uh, Max making semis was like a big deal. Um, and I want to see him keep growing that confidence because he's got the dives. I mean, we know he has the dives. Yep. Um, and we know he has the potential to put those dives down in a big way. So yeah. I uh, I just want to see that keep taking place. Um, I think we're in for a really entertaining men's 10 meter come Olympic trials a year for or not. Like, I guess it's for probably sure. more like 10 months, you know, you get Carson, Josh, Brandon, um, Zach, Zach Cooper. Like, it's going to be a fun men's 10 meter event. Yeah, um, I totally agree. It's going to be fun to watch. The other thing, too, I want to give Brando some love. He did some springboard, and I was, yes. like, more than impressed. Like, he did a back three and a half off a regular old back press. and That was legit. It was legit. He ripped one of them. It was sweet. I'm like, yes. dude. Let's let's get this springboard coming back too. You could make it. <laughs> I I also think one of the big takeaways for me is no one is touching those two young ladies from China on women's ten meter until no. they want to, like yeah. to be done. No. Like they're they're dude. seventeen and sixteen respectively, and it's dude, just they, it's over sec- before it starts. <laughs> dude, they beat second. They beat second place. Beat third place by a hundred and seven by a hundred and what is that five, five points? That's insane. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Like, <laughs> so I truly, I, I truly think if they were in the men's competition with uh, a sixth dive, like they'd I be think, there. I think they would be in the top three. Yeah. It's they're, nuts. They're so good. Yes. Um, so I mean, like in that regard, I think everyone's competing for third. And I absolutely believe Delaney can get third. I really do yes. believe Delaney yeah. can be third, no doubt in my for mind. Sure. Um yep. And I just want to see them keep keep making those strides. I know it's way easier sitting here from like, you know, outsider passenger side view of like what's going on and be critical and, you know, give our opinion. And a lot of people don't like when we give our opinion about that, but that's okay. I mean, it's acceptable in every other sport. I think the other thing, I love the team event. Like I really do enjoy the team event. I like how, I mean, honestly, it looked like China kind of used a lot of like their, their, uh, their backup backups. drivers. For sure. Yeah, like, and they, they won by 35 points. But um, I think just like looking at it, it's like you can tell teams want to win this. It looks like it's something that's also enjoyable for them to do. Um, and Dude, it, it was think, also sick to see Gary Hunt on 10 meter. <laughs> yes. And and I actually think too, like one little piece that I think is, is a good thing about the team event is I actually think it's awesome to give athletes the chance. Like for instance, like, Jack Ryan got to compete in uh, mixed three meter synchro, but it gives him a chance to kind of compete as an individual at that stage and get some meat experience at that level. And I think that's like, I think that's a really underrated piece of that team event and those mixed synchro events. 
I'm trying to think anything else from the world champs that you can think of that you want to touch well, on. The, the only, yeah. The only other thing I wanted to mention is we did diving fantasy for this mm-hmm. as well. And it was super fun. Um, we got a whole group full of guys and, you know, it was super crazy early mornings. So we weren't willing to, uh, wake up every single day. So I do apologize. We only did, uh, men's three meter women's three meter, and then men's 10 meter for our, uh, fantasy diving lists. And it's just fun, man. Like the draft part is probably my favorite. I mean, it's, it's a blast to figure out, okay, I would really like a Chinese, you know, back or reverse. And then you have to, you know, structure your list around that. If that's your strategy or, you know, if, uh, if didn't you pick a, yeah, you picked Daniel Restrepo's yeah. 5172 on three meter. And then it was yep. like, okay, that's a dive that nobody else in the competition did at this yep. one. So there's only one dive. So you, yep. if you pick that, you get, your run of everything else so again for those listening we did a six dive list for the guys three meter it had to cover all five categories and then you get anything you want to double up on but it can't be the same dive the same diver as anybody else so for example my list was i did wang 207c osmars 109c longs 307c goodfellows 407c andrews 5154b and then um moritz weitzman's 5156 i was the three meter champ so i just had to put that out there as well but um yeah i couldn't double up on a diver or a specific dive uh, but you could triple up on anything so the twister category is actually super fun um to figure out you know I, i really wanted to triple out but nobody took Moritz's and so I got that in the last round which was pretty clutch yeah I I mean it was definitely very very enjoyable um we won't put out the names of the other people that did it with us I think it's very important to just put this out there there was no betting involved on this this was literally just for fun um we got a group together and said hey we have fun doing this it's something that makes the meet a little bit more enjoyable too like I'm sitting up at I don't know what was it four or five a.m it was like two in the morning it was and I'm like I'm like watching yeah. and I'm like watching Aaron on his side of things, like type in the scores. I'm like, uh, for those of you at home, you can't see me, but I'm like winking my eyes, like just barely opening them. And it's like, okay, like Osmar crushed his triple out. Oh, if Daniel Restrepo does this front three and a half, a full twist, even remotely. Okay. I'll win. And he yes. did not. And he did not. <laughs> and so it was like, son of a gun. Cause I have it to was... hear Aaron talk crap for a day or oh, two. Yeah, for sure. It's just super fun to like follow along with the meet. Yep. And then you get to the last round or the last three rounds and you're mapping out your list that you have. And you're like, Oh shoot, I don't have a back three and a half. Well, they're all taken. So you have to take yep. a two Oh five B yep. and you got to deal with whoever's it is that you got. So it's, it's just really fun. It adds a lot of like, what if, and it's, it's actually even more fun the more dives that are in like the later rounds, yeah, you know, cause there were a couple lists that got done in like the third or fourth round. Yep. And then a couple lists had like three dives in the last round. And that was pretty dang fun to watch. Yeah. And I mean, we did women's three meter, which was super fun. So Aaron won men's three meter. I was able to pull out women's three meter. This is the wild part. I beat Aaron by one point, one point, one point exactly. Um, which was pretty cool. Um, and then on men's 10 meter, it was kind of interesting because it was so late at or early in the morning, late at night, however you want to look at it. 
Well, Rakuto from Japan dropped out after doing his first dive. So it was super interesting. I'm trying to look without, I'm not going to say the name. I just want to see it. So actually one person that um, did this game, did this fantasy diving with us, got Rakuto's 407C. Cause I guess he had to do one dive to get that spot and secure it. Um, and then he dropped out of the meet. So everyone else that picked a Rakuto dive got a zero, uh, <laughs> which made it super interesting. And the best part of it is the person who ended up with the highest score cumulative. I don't even think they were like top three in any event. That's correct. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And um, so it was just super fun. Um, it's just kind of cool. Like the group we put together for that. And um, I think it's something we will try. We're, we're still trying to figure out how to bring it to you all. Just maybe even if it's just sharing a, a you know, the doc or a, a template or something along those lines. Um, just with all of you that actually want to listen and, and maybe do it with us one day. Cause it, it's very enjoyable. Super um, fun. Anything else you want to touch on kind of from the, whether it's world championships, maybe the world cup or the, the super final world cup, anything like that at all, Aaron? No, I think, um, I think that pretty well wraps it up. It's, it's cool to see the divers get a little break. I know mm -hmm. most of them are thinking about their NCAA season starting, yeah. within the next month um but to have this month to just either get back to school or take it off or just take some time away or go on a vacation whatever it might be mm -hmm. like this is a it's it's nice to have i guess some downtime um my high school season started last week so it's uh back to the grindstone over here i know you guys are starting up relatively soon as well so it's it's just this like weird feeling right now of okay there's no super high level diving and yet all of the diving is about to start up again it's, it's yep. interesting yeah i agree i think i just think the big thing i just want to touch on is like i said i think um i really do think andrew has figured started to figure out or did figure out something between that world championships and the super final because in his prelim round he actually got second he went 415 oh nice um in prelim so i i really do think maybe he he tweak some things and maybe he's battling injuries. We never know. Um, we try not to speculate or anything like that, but he was pretty steady in that event. And so I think he's kind of finding that out and figuring that out. And he has a year to go. I mean, it's at the end of the day, like what matters is a year from now in Paris. Um, so here's, here's a question. If we're going right. to pick on men's three meter, what do you think is going to be the score needed for top three? Oh, for top three. Let me look. <clears throat> I think it's north of 500. Oh, I think, yeah, for sure. By, by next, yeah, I think. I'm doing some math right now. Sorry. I think minimally it's 480. That's 80 points a dive. Yeah, I think for, I, I, and, and that's really good to know. You know obviously 480. I don't, I don't know if that is enough, which is crazy to think about how high the level of diving is to be in the top three in the world for 80, 80 points to dive might be fourth place. So here's what I actually, if you ask, if, if I had to give you a specific answer right now, I actually think my answer would be like five ten. that's three yep. 90 point dives, which is like triple out front four and a half. And then whatever you're, because by that point, you probably have to have a third twister to get 90 points at least. Yeah. And then you need an 80 point inward and 80 point back and an 80 point reverse. And you can get 90 plus on a reverse, a back, things like that. But I, I think like 510 might be that number. I, I'd be very right. interesting. 
Um, right, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think what else. How about? I'll put you on the spot. You weren't prepared for this. Any bold okay. prediction for the USA team for the like now looking forward over the next year? Like, who is going to like emerge as like someone maybe we don't expect to for for like a legitimate Olympic contender, not not like someone that's like, oh, they're gonna be like in the trial finals. I'm talking like someone that you think might come out of nowhere to be on our team. I don't know that there is any names that are like completely out of nowhere. If I'm being honest, like the, the second female on 10 meter might be, I don't know, you know, it's been Nika. We saw Jordan skill can get really, really close. Yep. Um, there's, there's a bunch of good youth divers yeah. that are all in that mix. I think that second 10 meter spot for the girls is, I don't, it's wide open. It wouldn't, it's wide, it's wide open. open, but it also wouldn't shock me, whoever it might be. It, it's I, it's probably not going to surprise me because it's as open as it is. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I we try to again. We always try to avoid junior divers. It wouldn't shock me if it's a junior diver. It would not yeah. surprise me whatsoever if it's a junior diver. I yeah, don't I'll necessarily. Say it, but Anna Lemkin yeah. killed it at yeah uh, at Mission Viejo. You, like she, you can say she that. was legit. Anna, yep. Anna was looking awesome and yep. I was super happy for her. And, and obviously Appleman too. I mean, they, their team was fantastic. The whole team top to bottom was just like, they put on a show. It was awesome yeah. to see it. Um, so, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if she snuck in there. I mean, that one's wide open. Um, you know, men's three meter side. I, I don't know if somebody's going to yeah. beat Tyler across yep. three lists the way it's set up. Yeah. I think Andrew is our best chance. Um, I'd love to see somebody give Tyler run for their money, but at the same time, Tyler might win the trials. And yep. if it's a three, three meet consistency based thing, like he's probably going to win. I'm, I'm just saying like, it's probably going to happen. He's super consistent. <laughs> That's it. So you're a, you're a big fan. Yeah. Big fan. That's exciting. No, I think um, I'm not the biggest fan. I, <laughs> I I cheer I cheer for Andrew really really hard, but I'm just saying the way that it's set up. Yeah. If we're doing a consistency contest, Haley Hernandez is always going to be involved, yeah. and yeah. so is Tyler Downs. They're always going to be there. They're incredibly consistent. So I mean I think we've talked about this. Maybe I I think we have been fairly straightforward about this in the past. But I'm gonna just point blank ask you: How do you think we should do? our Olympic team. Like, I think we should do it identical Aaron, to how Aaron gets the keys the to the kingdom. Just like, well, I'm saying like, if you're, if you were the, like Aaron has the keys to the kingdom, however you want to do it, you could, you could pick the team. If you want, you could do the meet. However no, you want, like can't pick the team. They got to They got to earn it. You can't pick the team. I think that's too tough. That's too so, much control, too much power for one man to have. <laughs> so even, but all right, now here's my question. Even if like the meat goes poorly for that person, they're sick that day. Let's say Andrew shows up to Olympic trials and he has some, some horrible flu and he can't dive. And we, be, and let's say Andrew's diving the best he's ever dove. You would not be like, we're putting Andrew on the team. It would be really unfortunate, but I mean, you, you got to dive through a trial to get there. I think yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know that it should be a three meet cumulative all the way through. Like that's fair. That's fair. I would even be like, I, I kind of like a hybrid of the idea of like, maybe you do 
accumulative of the first two lists, and then it's like, hey, the pressure's on. Win. I'd be cool like, with that. I'd be like, so cool with that. Reset. The pressure's on for yep. finals. Like here you go. Yeah, um, I totally, totally agree with that. And and trim the you know trim the numbers down, right? If if you do two cumulative cumulative lists mm -hmm. and you cut to eight only, you don't even cut to twelve. You only cut to eight. I bet you. I would guess you almost have to follow the same format as yeah. as See, World Aquatics now. That's what I'm saying. Like, do it the same as the whole rest yep. of the world. That's fair. That's fair. That's, I, I I'm excited to see Grayson. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah. Um, with I mean, I know he'll only have a, a year, but I'm excited to see what he can do because he had a big list right before he um stepped away for a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think what else kind of questions I would like to ask you and put you on the spot. Um. People are not going to like me. That's okay. <laughs> I I will say this. Like, I don't mind putting this on air. I, I have uh, wrapped my brain around this concept of our small community isn't – I mean, and, and us too. Like, there are times where maybe we receive criticism and we're like, oh, I don't know if that's warranted. But, like, I, I think it's funny how sometimes, like, I know there's probably people that listen to us rank divers and they hated it. Like, they're like, this was horrible. Heath and Aaron are the dumbest people in the world. Okay, listen, we tell you we're dumb. We say that at least <laughs> once every other episode. We tell you we're dumb. Um, I mean, that's so that, like, in, on, in all honesty, we're very transparent about that. But I think it's funny because I, I will just, I will put this out there. I, one episode I really wanted to do with Aaron was to do a, coaches predictions of who will fill coaching voids and Aaron was very against it this year because he's like we're gonna make people really upset but that is like common practice in any other sport in the in our country like if the Pittsburgh Panthers head football coach got fired today by the time we finish this podcast tonight there will be an article written about who's going to be the next Pitt Panthers head coach yeah and so I think the one thing to say is I, we have received a lot of like positive feedback about Aaron and I just doing episodes like this and just kind of talking shop. Um, we're probably going to try to bring you guys more of these episodes moving forward. We do have to do our national championship predictions for this upcoming year. So we got to do those soon Rooney. Um, and we want you to know, like we don't ever say things to make people mad. Like we, we don't try to make you upset. We don't miss your your team's diver or your son your daughter your best friend your sister your brother like we just try not to have this go too long so you actually keep listening to us yeah. um well and the other thing too is this is just what i want to say i truly am just a fan of the sport yeah. and i i know it sounds so dumb but like i just love everybody in our sport mm -hmm. yeah like at the highest level when i'm on deck and you know i walk across grayson and i walk across Andrew and I walk across, you know, Jack Ryan. It's like, dude, all of you guys, I look up to you and I'm like, man, to be even on the same pool deck to breathe the same air is like crazy cool. But it's still really fun to kind of like add to the community, right? Like, I love Jack Ryan a lot. He's not the yep. greatest at fronts and inwards. I think he'll probably admit that and he'll probably say that, but I know he's working on it and I trust him and i trust pat to get it figured out but it's also like a fun thing to oh hey you know what aaron from the podcast you should watch jack ryan's vaccine reverses because he's gonna shred them every single time mm -hmm. but then when he does a front or an inward is your heart like a little bit more racing because it's like you know those aren't his strongest dives and we're excited to see them get even better but like 
that's the whole thing I wanted to mention is just like, I yeah. really like everybody in the sport mm-hmm. to my core. And if we're critical or trying to be funny, like that's, it's just to create more buzz. And, and, and that's, that's all it is. If, if yeah. we got to pick opposite sides of the spectrum, just to argue yes, like, a, yes. like a, like a skip Bayless kind of yeah. thing, like, you know what, I'll do that from time to time, but you guys yep. got to understand, like, it's all love and, and nothing yep. ever comes from a, a pure dislike. Oh uh, yeah. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think there's been times where you're like, Hey, I'm going to pick someone different just so we were not agreeing. And I think like, I think Aaron said it really well. It sounds crazy. Like we'll give you guys, like we don't have a ton of listeners on this podcast, but we got more like buzz or more engagement from the episodes that maybe had our opinions that differ from all of your listeners. And that's fun. It's actually really fun when we get messages on Instagram of like, Oh, you guys messed this one up. Like, and it's like, yep, perfect. Let us know. We actually had multiple people that I messaged back or excuse me. Yeah. That we messaged back and we were like, hey, you can give us your top 10 and we'll happily post it, but we're going to put your name. And guess what? Nobody, Every nobody single did. person said, no, I do not want my name on it. So That's exactly right. Yeah. So like, hey, we get it. Like, it is not fun for us to always put our opinion out there. Like, there are so many more diving people that are way smarter than Aaron and I, like that know it way better that they probably have statistics on it and, and results and, and everything. And you can do that on dive meets, but we just kind of like Aaron and I have different flavors of diving, just like everybody does. Um, but moving forward, I do have to ask Aaron, why don't you, why don't we talk a little bit about some of the episodes we have coming up and some of the um, exciting things that are coming for the podcast in, you know, the next six months or so. Yeah. So uh, today is August 20th. Uh, you'll be listening to this on the 21st. Uh, next week we have two podcasts, one with coach Lee Ming from Great Britain and one with Georgia Sheehan, a diver from Australia. So uh, we're really excited to hear from them. And then I guess the big news, we've been working behind the scenes to try to figure out a website and, um, we're going to do our best to be kind of like a one-stop website for the entire diving community. And, uh, Heath used a really good word. You know, we were, we were talking with a couple other people and, you know, they, they asked, well, what's your goal? Uh, yeah. What, you, what is, what is your goal with this website, with this podcast? What are you even planning to accomplish? Which was a great question. And he yep. said, we just, we just want to be a resource. Yeah. We yeah. want to be a resource to whoever in whatever situation, when we're on deck coaching, we're a resource to our athletes. When you know, there's a division one meet coming up. We want to be that resource. Oh, Hey, let me go to that website again and check what the schedule is for the gophers. Hopefully we can do something like that. Um, maybe it's just general information of, Hey, this is where e-dive is. And this is where dive meets is. And this is how you find that. And, um, our goal is just to be a resource to the entire community. And I, Hopefully we're on our way to accomplishing that uh, by also adding some fun content like these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, We were asked that and Aaron described it very well. Like that resource changes dictated based on where we're at. You know, if we're at, honestly, if we're any meet in West Virginia, we're just the help. Like to be quite honest, we'll just fill in wherever we need to. Um, 
you know, if that's our local area, it's a little bit more as the coaching and maybe we can provide some coaches education in our local area to coaches that don't have the means to go to a, a Moss farms for a skills camp or something like that. Um, but honestly, we just, we want to help the community. And, and at the end of the day, we hope that you all understand that. Um, and so we're working to get this website for everybody. Um, and hopefully it's somewhere you guys will like. We're going to try to work on some some fun stuff for all of you. Um, obviously, we have some goals to hopefully be at Olympic. Well, we're going to be at Olympic trials, whether it's as fans or help. It's to, still to be dictated. Um, but we already got the Airbnb. It's done. So we'll be in Knoxville. Um, and so we will figure all that out. Um, one last thing that I did want to mention, and you might have been about to mention this anyway, is the same weekend we're down in Moss Farms is the PDCA. Um symposium that's all online so for those coaches that are unable to go to moss farms it's a great alternative and it's a really good price point i couldn't tell you exactly what it is i think last year it was under like i think it was under 150 bucks i'm not 100 sure on that don't quote me but it was a very good price point um there's a ton of super qualified great speakers um and i think more importantly you actually can go back and re-watch them for about a month after they video them so Please get over there. I think it's prodivingcoach.com. But if you search pro PDCA or pro diving coach um, on Google, it'll take you there. Um, sign up, register. They give you a list. There's a giant video library as well. Um, we're going to keep trying to bring you guys some stuff. Also, one last thing to mention, Aaron, because we finally post, I finally posted these and you asked for it a long time ago. We're starting a new, like, youtube series here so we have our youtube channel you know we have like all of like 23 subscribers and probably one of those is aaron and one of those is me but yeah more importantly what we're gonna try to bring you all is a video from big pools around america that show you what the facility looks like so we're trying to reach out to people feel free you can send these videos to us through instagram um and if that doesn't work you might have to get one of our cell phone numbers and send the videos that way um, we can figure that out at a later time. But so what it is, is we actually posted one. Aaron posted one from Fargo, North Dakota. I posted one from Clarion. It's on um, our YouTube page, which is the diving pod, all one word. You can go on there and you'll just see us. Like it's literally us getting on each board, showing you the front view, showing you above view, showing you behind the board, uh, just kind of around the pool. Uh, and it could be a really useful skill for a useful tool for athletes who have never been to a facility to at least get their bearings a little bit as to what to expect. It was an awesome idea Aaron came up with. And so we're going to try to bring that to you guys, um, whether it's us when we travel around to pools or hopefully we can get the diving community involved in this one. Um, yeah. and, and honestly, I'll say it. It's a great opportunity for you college coaches to do this. And you're talking about your facility for anywhere between two to four minutes that yep. if recruits come across, there you go. So free recruiting yeah. that we'll post for you. It's, I, I definitely thought of the idea just when, you know, if I go to, let's just say university of Minnesota, like, and I look at their website and there's photos and you can see exactly what the pool layout is look like, but I don't know what I'm spotting on a back. I don't yeah. know what I'm spotting. You know, I don't know what the ceiling looks like versus the watercolor. Those are things that are, you know, pretty important where's the dry land room? How do you get there? Um, if there is one, um, mm. that kind of thing. So it's, it's just a little bit of a way to kind of meet prep before you get to the pool. Yeah. And especially if you've never been to that pool, you know, I've, I've been to the U of M hundreds of times, 
So yep. I kind of know my way around and know what's going on there. But if somebody from Michigan has never been there, you know, it might be just a little bit helpful. Okay. This is what it looks like. Cool. Now you don't have any like major jitters when you come into the pool, obviously the boards are all the same as everywhere else, but it's, it's nice to get a feel for where you're going to be before you get there. Um, and I just think it'll be helpful again, trying to be a resource. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And Aaron, I have one last question for you and then you can do our send off. What are you looking forward to most? You have to pick one thing for you personally over the next year. So now until August 20th next year, one thing for, it has to be diving related because there's other stuff going on in your life that you're way more excited for. Yeah. What Heath means by that is I'm going to get married. <laughs> That's what I'm the most excited for. Good. good <laughs> ba Bailey can hear you. Good job. Yes. Yes. I don't think she can hear me, but, uh, Yes. I asked the question two weeks ago. She said, yes. So here we go. We're excited. Um, one diving thing. Well, the Olympics will be over by this point. Yep. So I'm, I'm just going to say watching the Olympics. I, I, it's really fun to be involved at the bigger meets. So Obviously, I'm really excited for Olympic trials. Yeah. But the Olympics are what every diver trains for. Yeah. And it's coming up. It's less than a year away. Mm -hmm. So just watching the best in the world try to put it together at this one moment. This is what everybody wants and has trained for. I am really excited to see what transpires at the Olympics in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. What about I, you, man? Um if I can't, I won't pick the same thing. I am excited. Uh, to be honest, I'm really excited for our college season. Like this group, we it, it's going to be really fun. But I, I think seeing how we're able to help the diving community, I feel like we have a lot of things that are possible this year for us to take a step to really continue to provide more resources for the community. So I'm excited for that. So it'll be good. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot so much this episode. I appreciate that. <laughs> Setting me up for failure. Can't wait. Uh, no, if you're out there listening, hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Feel free to send me any type of email messages you would like to send. Um, T-shirts and hoodies still for sale at divingpod.itemorder.com. That is from my family's business, Cowing Robards. So if you have a T-shirt project or a team online store that you would like with this upcoming college season, I can wrap those up pretty dang quick so just let me know again you can just reach out via the diving pod email um yeah that's all we had for tonight so we'll see you next time